Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Yay, welcome. We are so excited to be with you tonight. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all want a President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And we are so excited. We have a huge announcement for you all tonight. Well, somebody that's that's done more than one thing every single day Mm -hmm. um, and put life, income, reputation, everything on the line, you know, for predetermined moral compasses, Laura Logan, when it comes to border issues, when it comes to sex trafficking, when it comes to uh, truth in media Mm -hmm. and um, election integrity, a lot of issues. We had her in studio over here in Studio B for a live interview. Wow. Uh, it, It went, it went. Unbelievable! Is everything you would hope for? Oh, from, even more! I from cannot wait interview. for you all to see it. We learned so much. She's she's such a good storyteller. We're just like, and then you almost forget you're in an interview. Yeah, we're like, oh, we should ask a question right now. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm not watching this on TV. <laughs> this is you know, we're participating in this. So we had an incredible time. That's going to come out this Thursday night, in February its, the fifteenth, in its full entirety. There's going to be clips and stuff that will come out later, but this coming Thursday night, the day after Valentine's Day. Um, it's going to be on 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 every platform that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, get your popcorn ready. It'll be an incredible night. No doubt about it. And she has been a huge part of election integrity. And tonight we want to talk about some things that are going on that I think you all need to be aware of. Good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. People have answers. I don't know if everything will be fixed by 2024, but there's a lot more people involved in every county in America. And uh, uh, we're going to play a clip that kind of lays what is what what we would want by kind of what's happening mm-hmm. uh, by a lady named Molly Hemingway. She's a writer, author, she works for The Federalist, and she lays out her case here before the House Administration and Subcommittee in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. And uh, take, t- take note, this isn't music in the background to entertain you. This is a masterclass on where our elections need to go. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to testify today. The American system of self-governance is under attack. Instead of an election day where everyone votes at the same time and with the same full set of information, votes are counted quickly and everyone promptly knows and trusts the outcome, we now have lengthy election seasons that can last months prior to and even after election day. The situation is so absurd that we have presidential and gubernatorial debates weeks after some people have already voted. Instead of having total security and a verifiable chain of custody for ballots being issued, cast, and counted, we flood addresses across the country with tens of millions of unsupervised mail-in ballots months ahead of elections, frequently to locations from which voters, if they're even alive, have long since moved. Instead of having election administration that is rigorously nonpartisan and impartial under the law, we have allowed the private takeover of government election offices by partisan oligarchs and their armies of activists who use those offices and their authorities to tilt the election toward favored candidates. Instead of voters being able to vote for the candidate of their choice, Powerful interests backed by wealthy oligarchs are working to remove the most popular candidate and the ruling party's chief opponent from the ballot in a move reminiscent of Soviet Russia. And if that weren't enough, instead of the top candidates chosen by the people being able to fully engage in a vigorous campaign heading into an election, we have one side actively attempting to throw its opponent in prison and bankrupt his family again, reminiscent of Soviet Russia. Instead of a system 
of rule of law that gives Americans the same rights and due process, the Department of Justice and other partisan actors are prosecuting their opposition, whether powerful or lowly, and doing so in places where partisan juries will ensure a quick conviction. Instead of a free and independent press that shares news and information to help inform voters, we have a press that is almost exclusively the arm of one political party and is so corrupt that it is willing to perpetrate hoax after hoax against opposition party members. Instead of a vibrant public square where Americans can debate issues and express their strongly held views, we have an elaborate censorship industrial complex where the government works hand in hand with tech oligarchs to suppress and blacklist debate on all the important issues that contribute to election outcomes. This is something I know firsthand because our government worked with tech companies to censor me for my election reporting. Allowing just one of these attacks to infect our electoral system would be a crisis. Allowing all of them at the same time is an existential threat to our system of self-government. In my best-selling book on how election administration has been co-opted by groups seeking political power, I reported on a new phenomenon in the 2020 election that has already severely eroded trust and needs to be addressed decisively. In the last presidential election, nonprofit groups with very strong ties to the Democrat Party and funded by one of the world's wealthiest and most powerful men, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, took over government election offices, most notably in the Democrat areas of swing states. Since then, the efforts by partisans to further infiltrate government election offices to ensure favorable outcomes have only increased. I look forward to answering questions about how the private oligarch takeover of elections is a threat to our system of self-government. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR, or electromagnetic radiation, is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit, common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 705 star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi-Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded. RedemptionShield.com. Use code FLYOVER and save 10%. It is no secret on the Flyover Conservative podcast that we are big fans of the Bullock family. Yep. Robin Church D. Bullock. International. Robin D. Bullock is a, is a frequent guest on this, one of our, our most watched programs uh, when we have him on talking about what's going on in the world, breaking down current events. Uh, Robin Bullock. Yes, is, Pastor Robin. Has, has, has been on the Prophetic Report. People loved or learned so much about prosperity and what God has to say about that and what that looks like in your life. Some Such of the best comments we've ever in gotten fact, on the it show. Is. In fact, I will put that, those in the notes below so you guys can see those past episodes. It will rock your socks. Good, yes. good stuff. But, you know, we kind of, birds of a feather flock together and sometimes just genetics come together and I tell you what, even make better things than than yourself. And uh, I know that is 100% true with today's guest, Miss Krista Bullock. Shalom. Thank you. This is, I think, the third time 
that you've been um, on our show. The very first time, uh, we were also talking about prosperity and the importance of that. Um, And then the next time was talking about healing miracles um, in Mm -hmm. your life. And I'm so excited about today as well. In fact, we'll put those episodes in the note below so you guys can see those. But we are actually talking about a very cool project. We reached out because we found this out and checked it out. We're like, man, we got to get her on the show right away. Flyer Family's going to love this. That you have been working on. So I didn't know about it until I actually saw your Facebook post. I think it was February the 2nd, talking about Mm -hmm. a new album that you've come out with called Wild Side. And uh, it's actually going to be available for everyone on February the 29th. But you actually uh, have a song that's available right now that we've been listening to that we yep. fell in love with. Oh, thank you so much. You got, I appreciate you got, you got that. that rock, rock of that bicep there, I know, too. Yeah, it looks good, man. Strong. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm working on getting that back. <laughs> That's so, in the works. Also, that's the next project. Well, t- uh, tell us about this album. It's going to be pre-order, but I know, like we did, we got it on Apple, and we had a date the other night. I have a, I have a F two fifty diesel. It's got this big screen, and and uh, everything's big on, big tired, big everything. It's got a big screen, very and, tall. And you were like, we were playing your album. You filled up like the whole dash, uh, pretty much, you know, on there. And so I felt like you were with awesome. us. Uh, we had a great time. So they give you a free song, I think, when you pre-order it. But tell us about this. I don't think a lot of people know. They see you on Church International, uh, you know, drumming and, and rocking back there. But but like, I don't know if people saw this coming. And, and you got this whole other, you know, side career as a rock star on the side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what it is. Um, no, I have... Um, I've actually been in, in music for a really long time. And uh, I started... I, I knew that that I was meant to go in that direction when I was about 13 years old. And, uh, it just, I fell in love with music. I fell in love with anything to do with it. It's just, um, I'm just a fan of myself. And so I, I play a few different instruments. And so, uh, you know, I, I know different aspects of it, but one of my favorite things to do is to write music. I, I, I love songwriting. I, I love being able to just take, you know, the words that are God inspired and, and put them down on paper. Anytime I go to write a song, my prayer is literally to, uh, I ask God, make me your notebook and write Mm -hmm. down the lyrics that you want me to transfer to paper. And I will. And, and that's, there it is. The whole day. That was us and David's truck. Good meal. What a great In my garage, we're going to back out. I got this big old flag hanging yep. up in there. It's like, if you, if you just that's went in my garage, awesome. you you'd pretty much, you know, like a, you would like, know a lot it's about like a us. psychological <laughs> profile. I got, I got another big metal plate up there. It's from Glock, you know, the gun manufacturer. I got all yeah. kinds a of. a huge Trump. Uh, I, I kept it the last election. It's a Trump sign. There's probably about. Eight foot wide. Yeah, our neighbors asked us to take it down a, a few months after we, we had the a election. lake on the back side of our house, so I had it on the fence side, so people on the other side of the lake could be blessed as well. <laughs> it's uh, massive. It, but it was so nice. It's the, the election, size of a billboard. At the end of the election, I didn't want to get rid of it, and I'm like, "This is so nice." I'm it gonna, takes up a whole wall. Stacy doesn't house. let me decorate the house a lot. I'm not. I don't have a big say so in there, but I got a, a little chunk of the basement and then my garage. And so when you come in the garage, you, you, you spend like two minutes just do this. You're like. <laughs> I think I know what this guy's about. And uh, so we got the flag in front of there, the picture of you and your album and, and uh, had it cranked up and like, it was great. I mean, liked it immediately. Immediately. Like some songs you hear a bunch and then you kind of start to like it 
within a second. So, so tell us about, okay, so we're going to actually play a little bit of coincidence so everybody can hear it, but okay. tell us a little bit about coincidence. How did this come about? Um, you know, uh, and why was this one, the one that they released first? So, uh, you know, that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying about, you know, just asking what, what words to say. And, and these, these songs had been, um, I had had terrible, terrible writer's block, like just absolute, I could not write a song for anything. And it was very frustrating. And I, um, my band, uh, that I I had, it, it was really it's really unique ex- experience because my band that I had back in, we got together around 2011, 2012. And we were, you know, even though I'm represented as, as a artist by myself, I play along with my band. So we're a band when it comes to rehearsal, when it comes to performance, whatever. And we had broke up at the end of 2013 and it was, it was not, we didn't end on good terms. It was not, mm. Uh, it was not pretty. And, uh, what that did was it sent me into a very, very dark place. I went into a very, uh, deep depression and it, it just, it was not good because everybody, we didn't talk anymore. We went our separate ways. And so make a long story short in 2019, um, my drummer and I reconnected and, you know, we just had this heart to heart because we were best friends and we, we just had this heart to heart and, and connected and we got and we started talking about playing a show again. And so we got our old, like, I felt like coach Bombay on the mighty dogs. <laughs> like I, I went around getting them back together. So we got a hold of my bass player and I was like, dude, would you want to play a rock show? And he was like, uh, immediately I looked down at my phone and he was calling and I was wow. like, he was like, okay, this, what's happening. So I picked up the phone with him and so my drummer, he said, well, what about our guitar player? And I said, I said, man, I said, I doubt it. I doubt it. I was like, he, you know, I don't think he wants to go this direction again. So, and then he would just keep bringing him up. And I was like, no, nope, not doing it. I was like, the Lord would literally have to intervene for me to talk to him and us all get back together. Well, I went to eat with my dad one day and there was a music store right down the sidewalk. My dad just said, why don't you go show me this amp you've been looking at? So we just walked down there, ran smack into my guitar player. Oh. Boom! I was like, and we just ran into each other. And he said, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, I could ask you the same thing. And he said, well, I had some time to kill. So I had 10 minutes. So I'm going to come in here and look at guitars. And we just happened to run into each other. Anyways, the whole band got back together. We played all of our old songs that we did. And the door that had been left open that was letting in hurt and pain and and depression and all of this finally closed. And the chapter was able to be turned. And the next week, I started writing again. And Coincidence Coincidence is the song that came when my band got back together. And so if you, if you listen to the, the words, I personally wrote it from us being separated, us being apart and us getting a second chance to come back together, close the chapter, close the door and be able to move on in music and our personal lives, whatever it was. But ultimately the song is just about second chances. And that can be in a relationship, it can be in life. It can be in a career. It can be 
in your spiritual life, whatever that second chance means to you, because we really know that there's no such thing as coincidence. And so I, and the song says, there's just no way this is coincidence. And do you believe in a second chance to take you back to where it fell apart? and pick it back up again. And that's that's what it's really all about. And it's, it's just to encourage and give you hope that there is an opportunity for second chances and God really intends on you to have them. Wow. Like restoration. I, I, I love that book. Uh, our friend Sandy and Steve uh, bought us this book. Uh, they're the Packers fans uh, we were yep. talking about earlier um, called God Incidents. Remember mm-hmm. that? And then yep. you liked it so much. You were buying it for yeah, people for quite a while back. And it just kind of just lays book. things out. There are no, no coincidences. No. Well, let's play uh, a verse and chorus from that. I'm not being paranoid, but I've been here before. Maybe this lack of sleep is driving me wild tonight. Whoa, have I seen these faces? Have I been to these places in my dreams? Or do I see? Now, we it, absolutely love now, it. Fire fan, if you're listening and you got your phone or something like that, like I'm just going to say, it sounds better in a diesel truck cranked up. All, oh all, my gosh. All the way. Yeah. You but, can get some good speakers in that truck too. Yeah. 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 What well, you have to, cause it's loud. <laughs> you can't, you can't make a diesel truck quieter. So you put bigger speakers. Krista, I love it. I mean, like David said, you know, typically you hear a song, it takes a little while to warm up to it, but right away, first time we heard it, we're like, oh, that's so, so incredible. Wow. Thank you. That means, that means so much because that's exactly the way I am. And I, I'm like, if, you know, sometimes songs have to grow on me, but if I instantly like a song, I mean, then I know that this is a good song. Like, yep. And so to be able to hear that about your own stuff is, yeah, that, that means a lot. Thank you so much. Absolutely. We're really excited about the rest of the album. So tell the Flyover family, how do they get this? What's the best way to go about pre-ordering and getting this album? So right now, uh, iTunes has uh, the option for you to go and pre-order it. I think it's like six ninety nine, something like that. I'm, I'm not super tech savvy when it comes to all that, but uh, you can pre-order it. And if you do, then Coincidence is yours for free right now. You go ahead and get it instantly. And uh, but for everybody else, if you don't have Apple Music, and by the way, if you're subscribed to Apple Music, you already have it. All you have to do is just go look it up. Um, but for everybody 
everybody else on February 29th, which is also not a coincidence. I picked that date because it only happens ever so often. Yeah. So yes. February 29th for everybody else. It will be available on all streaming platforms. And if you are in the Alabama area anywhere on June 8th, uh, 2024, uh, will be performing my first show since 2019 at the Meet Me on the Rooftop Youth Conference. And you can get a physical copy there and, uh, maybe come meet me and get a picture and all that. So it's, it's going to be super fun. I love it. How do they find out more about that? Is it better to go to, uh, to get that information for that event, the rooftop event? So you can follow Church International on social media. Uh, all the updates will be there. Uh, tune in to Church International on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings and you can hear me talk about it. But also there'll be a lot of information from my social medias also about it. Very I'm also excited to get to see you live and in person because coming up next month in uh, Illinois, we're going to do the second mm-hmm. uh, intelligence briefing. Uh, you know, people, those kind of yeah. became famous during COVID each week and, and uh, with Steve Schultz and your dad uh, coming together and kind of dropping these intel bombs each week. And then you did the first live one in Alabama. And the next one is going to be in March. Carbonsdale, I think, Carbonsdale, Illinois. Illinois. I, I is that th- what it's called? Car- I th- Carbondale. Carbondale. Carbondale, Carbondale, Illinois. No offense to people from Carbondale. Sorry, we, sorry. We're, 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 Carbondale, we're pretty close. We're yep. pretty close. We'll put a link to that down below as well. That'll be streamed on a lot of different platforms. I think we're going to stream it as well yep. uh, with Flyover Conservatives. It'll be available. But yep. uh, March the 9th, 2024 mm-hmm. AD. Look forward to being there. Yeah. And I also, there it is. Yep. Uh, Carbondale. Thank you, Colton. I also wanted to point out on um, Krista's album, it's under Krista Jordan. So Krista Jordan is right. how to find that um, when you are looking um, on iTunes or wherever you're going to be downloading it. So Krista, thank you so much for your time. Thank you oh, for thank getting you. this music out there. I cannot wait to hear the rest of the album. And you inspire me those arms. I'm going to go do some extra push-ups today. And I'll be like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Thank you guys so much. I love you. Thank you. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For those of you that are my age or maybe even, you know, a little older in that range, you probably remember this commercial. Where's the beef? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guarantee if if there's a cut in the supply chain due to weather, any other kind of political attack or an election year, your kids are going to be looking at you saying that exact same thing if all you've stored is rice, beans, and maybe some pudding. They're they're like, (laughs) where's where's the beef? beef? They want to substitute real beef for stuff made in a lab. It's alive! It's alive! Even if you're, you know, kind of a prepared person, you've got a few things stored, it's hard to take care of the protein source in a way that's still enjoyable. 
These prices are so good and the beef isn't in such good quality. You could be storing this beef and use it on a regular basis. This could be part of your Taco Tuesday experience because you don't have to worry about storing it in a freeze location. The girl has tacos. So go to flyovermeat.com. Use promo code flyover for a huge discount. Again, flyovermeat.com. Promo code flyover. Trying to force the critical race theory upon us? Are they not trying to force the LGBTQDWXYZ upon us? We must not allow this darkness to be forced upon us. We as believers or just as Americans or just as people in the world, it's time for us to rise up against the darkness. We have to. We are children of the light, and light always dispels darkness. Always. Do not be afraid. They're banking on you to fear. And I want to speak to pastors out there. Wake up. You either wake up or get out of your pulpit because you're not doing us just any favors. It's time for us to trust God and God alone. It does not matter what your body may be experiencing, what your eyes may be seeing, and how the darkness is coming upon you. When you learn to trust God's word, it's over for Satan and all of his tricks. Amen. It's time for us to rise up. Rise up from the oppression. Rise up to a new life. The oppression that fear have captivated you in. What is fear? It's of the devil, and you have power over that demonic force. You have the all that God has given us, the authority in the name and in the blood. Wake up, my people. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your pastors, wake up and stand strong against this tyrannical government that's trying to defeat you. Woo! Wake up. That powerhouse right there is somebody I call my friend, someone I respect so much. She and her husband, Philip, are pastors. They have eight children. I said eight. Eight children, unbelievable, that are phenomenal, incredible adults uh, that have a huge uh, impact on our country and, and our world, which is pretty exciting. I can't wait to tell you more about that. She's running for national committee woman. She hosted, she and her husband hosted the fourth Reawaken America event. Welcome to the show, Bernadette Smith. Yay! Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you Uh, for having me. You're welcome. I'm fired up watching that speech. And Philip was back there, your hype man. Whoop, whoop. He's like, yeah, you go. Amen. So exciting. How many reawakened events have you been to? Oh. Do you know? I just it'd be better to say how many have I missed. Yeah, how many have I you missed? missed? Maybe maybe three. Wow, out of the 20 some that they've had. Yes. You hosted the fourth. Maybe three or four. Yes. What we're made you it back to Detroit? Okay, yes, talk about that because what made you decide initially, I think it was the fourth reawaken event, what made you decide to host it? in Michigan, because I was actually with Clay Clark uh, when he was talking to you, and he was so excited about you and Philip and what you guys were doing in Michigan. What made you decide to bring it there, and then why is it coming back? Well, Michigan needs it. Well, the whole nation needs it. But I felt that we needed to be awake, and we were not awake, and the churches were not awake to the point that the churches did not even want to host the reawaken tour. I mean, I thought that was just uh, ridiculous, I would say, but I was so grateful 
grateful that to be a part of it. When I mm-hmm. when he first called me, I'm like, yes, I'm, this is what we need. And we'll be more than willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. So we did. It's exciting. And then it's coming back in June. Um, and I, yes. I believe that Eric Trump and General Flynn and all of that were kind of a big part of housing it in Michigan again. Is that yes. correct? That is correct. We have good friends in the Detroit area, Pastor Jerry. Uh, we asked him if he could host it at his church. And he was like, yes, he's a patriot pastor and a fighter on the front line as well. So we're bringing it back to Detroit and it will be hosted at his church. So it's going to be amazing. I think extremely epic. And what a great grand finale, you know, to send it off. I totally agree. I'd love to talk to you about pastors. We talk a lot on the Flyover Conservatives about the seven spheres of influence. You know, you've got business, arts and entertainment, government, media, family, you know, all of these different things. But religion, they've all been a disappointment, you know, and they're all, uh, you know, kind of in a bad place right now. But religion, I think for a lot of people was shocking in 2020 when they shut their doors and people that they thought were really strong um, and they found out maybe not so strong. Um, So it's been kind of a disappointment, but that's what's so incredible about pastors that did stand up, like you and Philip and so many that we've met through the Reawaken America event and now hearing about um, your friend in Detroit. Talk about why it's so important for pastors um, to stand up during this time. Well, it's vital. And you know what, Stacy? It never has been unimportant. Right. Uh, God has put us on the face of the earth for a reason. He put us here to stand on the Judea Christian values and not to just stay in the four walls of our church. Mm-hmm. We were sent to take this message to our community, to our government, even to the place of being in government. Mm-hmm. When I think about the Black Road Regiment, and I know you know about this, but when they were in their pulpits with their black robes, they began to teach their congregation, right? But then when it was over, they pulled off those black robes and put their warrior clothes on and went to battle. And I think that's what we have dumped down in our society and the churches. I believe we got too complicit with... Um, pleasing the people, um, Mm -hmm. having a lot of fun, which fun is great. I like having a fun. But we we must not lose sight of why we were placed in this position. It is literally to bring people to know the Lord and also go out into our world and make sure that we keep literally our Judeo-Christian values intact. And I think because as a whole, we have not done that, that we just gave the political arena over to darkness. Mm-hmm. And look what we have, because we stayed out of it, the pandemic, the LGBTQ, and all the, this, this furries, and this, I don't know, what, what it doesn't make sense. It's mm-hmm. just none of this, it makes no sense. So you have the enemy coming in and came in, and now we have to work overtime to stop this mess, but we can do it and we will win. But I believe the churches were very lethargic and we were too concerned about having so much fun and putting this and that and so forth. And we just, we just missed it. That is such a great point. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, that's such a great point, because uh, we were seeing that now. And, um, you know, 
it's it's been interesting. I I have volunteered um, for like a Christian resource center that that is they help with people that are pregnant that have chosen not to have abortions. They even do the screening. They show them and you know they they walk through this whole process, and they have baby bottle drives. It was shocking to me how many churches will not allow them to come in and talk about abortion because they don't want to offend or hurt their congregation because maybe they have had an abortion. And um, instead of, hey, okay, so you, if you've had an abortion, let's talk about healing. Let's walk through that process, but let's yes. address the problem and the issue. Same with, and you, you've talked about it, and you said it on stage too, um, with the homosexual community, you know? And it was interesting during the Super Bowl where, I don't know if you saw it, but there was, if, if you watched it or not, but there was a commercial about, uh, it was supposed to be Jesus, and he was washing the feet of all of these different people, and it was basically saying that we need to be tolerant of other and it was in a, a place that looked like it was outside of a Planned Parenthood kind of a deal, and he was washing their feet. Jesus didn't wash the feet of everyone. He washed the feet of his disciples, but he never was tolerant of sin. And um, and I Correct. think that that's where we've really gone wrong um, in, in mm. our, with our pastors not standing up, with Christians not standing up. And that's why I think where we are, that's why we are where we are today with good is called evil and evil is called good, because we've been so lukewarm and we haven't stood in the gap. 100%. And you know, we love the people. Sure. I tell people all the time here in the state of Michigan, I said, I, I was someone, uh, one, a, a TV, uh, uh, I should say, a guy came up to me and he said, reporter, he said, do, do you like Governor Wimmer? I said, I love her. And he went, oh, and put that mic in my, you know, toward my mouth. And I said, I really love her. I said, but I despise her policies, and then he wanted to take that mic back, but no, he had me. But I began to tell him why I did not agree with her policies. So we can love the person, but yet not love what they're putting out and what they're standing for. I believe if, when we begin to exemplify love, then I believe it opens the door for them, us, them to receive us. I've seen that over and over again. Mm. And so we still have to stand on God's word, no matter what. That is so important. Uh, can you talk a little bit about authority? I will never forget, uh, I had a conversation with you at one of the Reawaken America events, and you were sharing about a dream that you had about them forcing a shot on you. And what God yes. did through that process, it was a dream, you woke up, and then what God told you to do. Uh, can you talk about that yes. and why this authority is so important right now? Absolutely. About 10 years before COVID hit, I had a dream and I dream a lot and my dreams come to pass. It really, when I was like five years old, I dreamed that I was riding a two-wheel bike and I got, the next day I got on my brother's bike and I started riding it. Wow. So the Lord has governed me a lot through dreams. He's shown me, directed me. It. So he said he, he counsels us in the night season and I was one of those that he would counsel. So I was at I had a dream and I was in the hospital and I've never been in, into hospital only to have children. So I was in the hospital and I wasn't having a child and I was sitting up in the hospital bed with my hospital gown on and a doctor and a nurse walked toward me and the doctor had a needle in his hand and he took the needle and he was getting ready to give me a shot in my right arm. And then I looked at him and I said, I don't need that shot. Don't give me that shot. The doctor 
took his hands like this, Stacy, and he forced me down on the bed and he gave me the shot mm. anyway. This is 10 years before COVID. Wow. And I, I was lying flat on the bed and I said, now what, God? I looked and I heard the Lord say to me so clear. He said, neutralize it, neutralize it with my blood. Woo! And at that moment, I began to say, in the name of Jesus, I just applied the blood of Jesus over this, whatever went into my body, the shot that went inside of me in the name of Jesus. And I started binding Satan and all the evil cohorts that just helped influence him to, to do that. So, and I woke up. And I told my husband about it and I, and I wrote it down and now I just put it on the shelf because I mm -hmm. knew it was from the Lord, but it made no sense in the natural as far as the doctor, nurse, shooting. I mean, I would never right. let that happen. Yeah. Right. So 10 years later, COVID strikes and all of a sudden the Lord said that dream was for now. And wow. Stacey, 10 years later. Yes. And that's, I travel politically as ethnic vice chair for the state of Michigan. I would speak to in Lincoln Day dinners. I would speak at different functions and I would tell them this dream. And the people that came up to me afterwards and they were so grateful and thankful. And they, they said they're going to apply that over their family members and people that they know. And there have been great results with them taking their authority based on what the Lord said to do and their, their family members or friends were set free. Amen. I mean, I, that is huge. And understanding the authority that we have, you know, and yes. understanding that we are partnering with God, the creator yes. of the universe, that there is yes. nothing above God, yes. that when he looks up, there's oh, nothing yeah. above him. He is all powerful and we're his children. Yes. And we get to partner with him in this time. It is so yes. amazing. It's amazing. I wanted to I want to show you this because I know that Church International, we've we've actually been there the same time you've been there with Rob, Pastor yes. Robin and Prophet Robin. Um, and I met a lady there by the name of Ginger Ziegler. Do you know her? Yes. She's a prayer Let's warrior. Oh, I don't know I if you think I, I met her. Just this little tiny I lady, but just, powerful. Yes. 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 So yes, she actually sure. wrote this book called His Blood Speaks, Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat. And it's a 31-day oh, devotional. Like and uh, when I when I heard you say that, um, I was like, this book, I really believe, is very important for today. It's understanding the authority that we have with God yes. during this time. So, Amen. Flavor Family, I wanted to point this out to you because I think it's really important. So it's called awesome. His Blood Speaks, Your Victory, the Devil's Defeat by Ginger Ziegler. So good. I, 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 I want to take you, uh, Bernadette, to... Um, you mentioned it earlier, and I, I think it's important, the mixing of church and state, because a lot of times people are like, oh, you should not mix church and state. We've got to keep the two separate. And you mentioned it earlier, but I want to bring that back around of why is that important sure. that, that we do mix that and that our voices are heard right now? The Bible tells us that the government should be up on our shoulder. You know, when you look, um, the four, our forefathers, when they were writing the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they spent days of fasting and praying, and that's how they came up with the Constitution. Mm -hmm. And that's what made America so great, and America to the, to the where, where we are, well, we're, we're, 
We're not quite there yet, but we'll get back there. Yes. But that's what made us great. And that's what is what that is what's going to make us great again. Mm-hmm. We need to bring these principles into our government. I think we've been lied to by men saying, what does that mean? I want to know. To be separated, church and state. Mm-hmm. I can't even find that in the Bible. Look at David. Look at Solomon. Look yep. at look at look at look at um Daniel. You go on. Look at Deborah. I mean, these men they were in government. Mm-hmm. So I just I would like to ask people where are they getting that from? Right. Such That's a great question. question. To ask. Yep, it's such a great question. And you know, our slogan here at Flavor Conservatives is "Wake up, speak up, and show up." You know, so yeah. now there's a lot of people that are awake. But we have to speak up when we have to show up. And you are somebody that has exemplified that. You know, I mean, truly, you have done so many things. And I want to draw some people's attention because you are running for the national the uh, uh, committee woman. And I wanted to draw attention to your website to go through some of your experience. Because I think that's important for people to know you are somebody that's not just, oh, I think I'll run. You're somebody that has been in the fight, in the fight. So let's go to BernadetteSmith.net. So if you're just listening, it's B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E, Smith.net. Um, and May or March the 2nd is actually going to be uh, when uh, people are going to be voting. But let's talk about your experience. On the homepage, if you just kind of scroll down a little bit, uh, she's Michigan GOP Ethnic Vice chair chairwoman for the america project she's co-founder of vote your vision coalition builder she's state committee woman precinct delegate a poll watcher challenger elected delegate to the 2020 gop national convention i mean you have been there done that and what has made you decide to now run for the national committee woman i really felt a call to step up the 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 position was vacant, and I did pray about it. And I heard the Lord say, I want you to run. You know, what we'll be doing in those positions, we have a faith and family coalition, election integrity, which our elections need to be uh, have integrity mm-hmm. because we know what's happening and we know yep. that our well, our election has been stolen. You know, mm-hmm. we, we do know that. Protecting our constitution. You know, I want to say that, and also our border. People ask me, one lady said to a friend of mine, Bernadette, just go ahead and have a prayer group. And I thought, well, yes, I do have a prayer group. But see, that's the problem. They want us to stay in this little, what, church and pray. Mm -hmm. But we ought to pray because I'll tell you, Stacey, that's where I get my strategies. Sure. It's from the one who knows everything about Mm -hmm. everything. So prayer is vitally important, but action is just as important because faith yep. without works is dead. And I um, also, as I begin to think about, we have different um, people of different faith, Muslim and, and people that are just, they don't walk, they don't believe in the Christian values. And I was asked, well, how can you govern them? I said, that's a very easy question because if we govern based on our constitution and our bill of rights, we're governing all people. Yes. You know, the Lord said to me once, he, uh, he said to me, I was in prayer and he said, Bernadette, people bring who they are in office. He said, Obama brought who he was. Bush brought who he was. Bill Clinton bought who he was. 
Reagan and President Trump brought who they were. Mm -hmm. He said, you bring who you are. We all bring who we are in office. So yep. how can someone say, well, a Christian, you know what I mean, Stacey? Yes. We all bring who we are. So I'm excited to bring who I am in office. And yes. and they are blessed to have that. There is no doubt about it. And there's, you've had huge endorsements. So Charlie Kirk has endorsed you. Uh, General yes. Flynn endorsed you. Mike yes. Lindell endorsed you. You have a list of endorsements. People can find yes. that um, at, at BernadetteSmith.net yes. as well. Um, Flyover family, I just encourage you, um, send this to people that live in the state of Michigan. Um, share this with people that you know that you're like, man, uh, people need to hear this, as well as I think other pastors or people that are are in that position, because I think it's so important for all of us to be aware of what our job is. What what are we supposed to be doing? Like God is putting together a, a puzzle, and we're a piece of that puzzle. It's not just yes. God doing it. God always partners with man. I also feel like maybe there's you know people that are listening today that are like. I need to step up. I need to bring my time, my talent, and my treasure uh, to this equation. And Bernadette, I just before I let you go, I wanted to know if you would be willing um, to pray for the flyover family. You know, if they're pastors, if they're people that are thinking about running, or people that maybe have had the shot, you know, and they're scared, you know, and understanding authority. So, and however the Lord leads, but I I would love for you to pray. I would really appreciate it. Sure, Heavenly Father, we just come before you in the name of Jesus thanking you and praising you for who you are and what you have done. Father God, we apply your blood over everyone that have gotten the shot. They've been deceived, and now they're worried and they're concerned about their life and the family's life. But we take authority over the shot right now, and we say your blood covers them. We call them totally whole from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We break the power of all demonic forces in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. All the plans, the schemes of, of the enemy that's trying to come into not only your people's lives, but our state, our city, and our government. We abolish Satan in the name of Jesus, and we take authority over that foul spirit. And we lose God's anointing, his favor, his glory. We lose his divine healing touch in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that the pastors, they will wake up, that they will not shrink in fear, but they will rise up in faith and take their rightful place in the name of Jesus. And not only pastors, Lord, but people that you're dealing with to rise up in the political arena and take their place. Those who are called to be governors and pastors and teachers and prophets, I thank you, Lord, that they will walk, Lord, in in faith and not in fear in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for Stacy and David and their family. We thank you for the call that you've called them unto. We thank you that they're just being so effective Lord, in our nation today, getting truth out on the airways, on the radio waves. And I thank you, Father, for just continually blessing them and anointing them. I thank you for continually giving them divine, uncommon favor, divine healing. I thank you, Father, as we walk together, as we join forces in our cities, our state, and our nation, we will once see this country as a shining city where the world can look and for all the world to see your glory. I do believe that there will be a mighty revival sweeping through our nation. And I thank you for it, Father. We thank you in advance. And as we go forth with power and glory, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. So powerful. So powerful. All right, Flyover family, I want to do one more thing before I let Bernadette go. Go to BernadetteSmith.net. Check out her resources. She has a book that I didn't even know that she had written, but I cannot wait to get it. And so I just wanted to send you guys there. Um, prophetic utterances there at BernadetteSmith.net under resources. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you're praying for Bernadette. Again, share this episode with people that you think um, need to have this information. So Bernadette, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, Flyver family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacy. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So let's look inside. I got some my pillow uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, dog bed. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and fluff it up for you. Come on, buddy. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to mypillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER to save up to 66% off. Too fast to prepare for this Tripping in the world could be dangerous Everybody circling his vultures Negative, nepotist Everybody waiting for the fall of man Everybody praying for the end of times Everybody hoping they could be the one I was born to run, I was born for this
hypothetical, working out of something that I'm proud of. Out of the box and epoxy to the world and the vision we've lost. I'm an apostrophe. I'm just a symbol to remind you that there's more to see. I'm just a product of the system of catastrophe. And yet a masterpiece. And yet I'm half diseased. And when I am deceased, at least I go down to the grave and die. Leave the body of my soul to be a part of me I do what it takes that's a really hopeful message. You know, we saw that video there with, with President Trump. Yes. Um, you know, we're going to kind of kind of keep people's focus on things, mm-hmm. you know, going on because it's easy to get distracted by the annoyances and things going on around. And it's it's important to be reminded of what went right while he was in there. What are we against? And and to share these messages because people are waking up and it's kind of mm-hmm. us to lock arms and, and do it with them. That is exactly right. A truth teller that, again, we want to highlight this Thursday, February the 15th, Laura Logan will be coming out. You can find her at flyover.live or wherever you consume your content. But we are so excited about that interview. I cannot wait for y'all to see it. Comment when you do watch it. Let us know your thoughts because it was amazing. I want to share another little kind of positive note and, uh, you know, being a positive Tuesday thing here. But we're heading into Valentine's Day tomorrow. And I just want to highlight there's so many videos out and shorts and reels. And one thing that's become popular is, is there's a group of, of, I think they're kind of conservativity, uh, kind of, kind of people. And then they have other people that have, um, alternative views on relationships, marriage and dating and stuff. There's, there's one that's most famous is the at whatever podcast. I've never seen a whole one, but I've seen a lot of reels. Candace Owen was on there. Charlie Kirk has been on there. So they have guests and they have people that have like, uh, uh, only fans, mm-hmm. uh, sites or, you know, different things, views on relationships. And I think we've not valued and, and treasured the, the the importance of of marriage. Yep. You know, it's it's seen as a restriction from what you can't have versus a doorway or a portal or a garden to grow something that you could never have outside of that sacred space. Mm. Um, the sex is viewed as very casual, not 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 connected to a long term relationship, not you know outside of of marriage. And when you see something that's beautiful of value, yeah. you're like, oh, that's real. Oh, that's that's why. And um, I don't know that we're we're sold, not in movies or anywhere else. We've commented on here before. Whenever you see a sexual encounter in a movie, you know, the lights go off, they go to a bedroom, whatever. It's always, not sometimes, always outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh it's 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 never you know, a romantic thing within marriage, a couple kissing or doing something. And part of it's a storyline and so forth, but it's always edified outside of it. And marriage is looked at as like a nuisance to keep you away from the good things Mm. that you want in life. And, and, you know, I'm not, not a world record, but in 31 31. years, I can tell you this, the, 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 the payoff as something builds and grows is something so valuable that you could never have in a moment. Mm-hmm. You could never grow an oak tree over a weekend. You know, things of value take time. And when you see it, it's so valuable. I want to play a clip that kind of caught our eye, really inspired us this week. Have a tissue ready. Yes, and your, uh, mo- your nose might start burning. This is just a real quick clip, but this is the value of investing into things of value.
so beautiful. Happy Valentine's Day. That is a, a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, 69 years together and the, that kind of connection, somebody that's there for you in those stages of your life, um, it, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. That's the message we need to be selling our kids and in college students mm-hmm. and people in their 30s is, is, is marriage. My advice, get into one as early as you can and then become the person that's worth being married to from there forward. That's some great advice. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Make it a great Valentine's Day, guys. Peace out and share this with someone. Have a great night. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. 